Uh, turn in your Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 12. When I think about being uh, prepared, how many of you have bottles of water around your house in case the big one hits? In your garage, it's probably green and stuff like that. And uh, Or maybe you have uh, um, in your car, you have like an emergency pack in case you get stuck on the 58 freeway in the snow or something. How many of you have that? Um, uh we're not going to confess the other way that some of you aren't prepared for anything. Uh, and I'm with you on that, on many of those things. Uh, how, how does it feel? How does it feel when, uh, the, the earthquake hits or when you're stuck on the road and you say, what are we going to do? And you go, aha, I'm prepared. Feels good, right? Feels good that you almost are looking forward to those days where you can use the, uh, not so much snow chains, but uh, other things. Uh, the idea of being prepared uh, for something in the future, uh, it's so in- encouraging that somebody prompted you or tipped you off earlier about something that you could be prepared for. Uh, this morning, we're looking at a passage. Uh, we began really last week, and we've been going through the study of the book of Ecclesiastes, and it's really preparing for the end of life. And uh, today we're going to take a step in that direction. Um, we really are going to handle this in two parts just because I thought it would be too long of a message. And um, how you can be a great preacher is to not preach too long of a message. Uh, uh, it's real simple. Uh, but uh, I-, I wanted to encourage you this morning, for those of you who are seniors, uh, you're uh, in your latter part of life, um, these days that I'm going to talk about the next two weeks, they're not a mystery to you. Uh, they're not something that someone has to tell you about. There's something that you are living. Um, there are some examples in your own life that you could share, even different from the scriptures uh, that you are struggling through and uh, walking through. But I do want to uh, remind you of a few things uh, for those of you who are uh, in your senior years. Uh, in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, the chapter just prior to this, at the end, uh, I want to remind you of something we looked at a few weeks ago. It says this in verse 8, So if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. Uh, your challenge today, if you're on the latter part of life, and I, I like to find myself as middle aged, but I realize that if you, uh, if 49 is the middle, uh, that means I'm going to live to a lot longer than I probably am going to live. So maybe I'm past middle age. Uh, anyways, we could argue about that later. Uh, <clears throat> but to remember that our, 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 task is to enjoy every day it's not to enjoy every day if i don't unless i feel something's wrong uh i know that many of you are struggling with health ailments that make it difficult and i want to tell you your challenge for the day is joy is to walk with the lord and to find his blessings in the day i also want to encourage you that in uh, proverbs it says that gray hair is a crown of glory um, it's good to be old. 
It's good to be old. There's a, a benefit to that. It, it, it's good to have years and, and not just, uh, it's not just good because you have years, but it's good because of what God has taught you through those years. And I, I think in our culture today, the idea of getting older, uh, is meant to be rejected at every phase. Uh, if uh, a woman or a man can look like they're 20, but they're really 80, uh, they found the fountain of youth. I want to tell you that's ridiculous. And uh, God wants us to embrace uh, the goodness that is found in years. And to know this, um, for those of you who are older, um, to just remember that as a believer in Jesus Christ, you're closer to heaven, and that's good. That's good that the life down here will not compare. In fact, in the book of First Peter, it says these light and momentary trials. Uh, I want to tell you the worst thing that we can be in down here is light and momentary. The trials that we struggle with. And then lastly, I just encourage you, uh, those of you who are in your senior years, to embrace the season. This season is not the previous one or the one before that. It is this season. And uh, for you to embrace that. Um, and in fact, it's really the key. It's the key uh, to finding joy and to aging in, in the Lord is that you embrace the season that you are in, not the season you want to be in or the season you are just in. Um, so some things, some warnings uh, for those in their senior years. This morning, as we look at this passage, I, I want to tell you that this is a warning to the young, warning to the young. And if you don't find yourself to be young here this morning, I want to encourage you to mark it in your heart and life and to, to encourage, be careful that the word is encourage, uh, those who are younger than you, especially those family members, about these truths, because there are warnings for the young. Uh, why do you warn somebody? Because uh, it's for their protection. It's for their goodness. It's for it's you're being kind to them because you're are saying, I want to tell you about something that's coming and you need to be ready for it. You need to be prepared for it. With that in mind, if you'd stand in honor of God's word, I'd like to read to you uh, from Ecclesiastes chapter 12. I'll start at the beginning. And I'll go down about halfway through, down through verse 8. It says this, Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the years draw near, of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the, and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened and, and the clouds return after the, the rain, in the day when the keepers of the house tremble and the, the strong men are bent and the grinders cease because they are few. And those who look through the windows are dimmed and, and the doors on the streets are shut and when the, the sound of the grinding is low and, the, and one rises up at the sound of the bird and all the daughters of the song are brought low. They are afraid of what is high and the terrors are in, in the way. The almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags itself along. And desires fails because man is going to his eternal home. And the mourners go about in the, in the streets before the silver cord is snapped or the golden bowl is broken. 
or the pitcher is shattered at the fountain or the wheel is broken at the cistern. And the dust returns to the earth as it was and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Vanity of vanity, says the preacher, all is vanity. God, we ask your blessing on your word. Help us to embrace it now. I pray that you would do your special work that can transform our our person, the, the things that we struggle with to transform it, even as we have sung, to take us from death to life. God, we ask your blessing on us. Help us to learn and to grow. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. This is a warning to the young. And uh, you could sum it up uh, to the young as you're going to fall apart. You're going to fall apart. It's interesting to me. I I remember uh, when I was in high school, um, you know, to be around uh, high school young men or college young men, that's an interesting thing, right? Uh, Many of you have been there. and when I was a senior in high school, um, I thought that I was going to be awesome. And so I joined a gym, not to stay healthy, but because I wanted big muscles so that everyone would think I was cool, especially the girls. Went to Gold's Gym. And I remember going into Gold's Gym, and as they do today, I, I assume that's true. I haven't been into a gym for a while. But... um they had mirrors everywhere. They had mirrors. And uh, these guys would, would work out and then they'd stand in the mirror and they'd just flex and they would flex and uh, they would nearly pass out flexing because they wanted to see themselves as great. And I, I want to encourage you, if you're thinking about young people and how to encourage them, realize that that's what they're doing They're staring at their bodies. They're looking at their muscles. They're they're thinking about their minds and their education and what they know. and, and, And they love it. They love it. And there's a reason that they love it. Because they're young. And because there's something to love. There's something great about being young. It just keeps getting better. And and when you... When you go to school, there's a sense of if you're accomplishing and you're succeeding, there's a sense of like staring at it and going, I'm awesome. My report card says so. Uh, I, I got a, a certificate that says I graduated. I've, I've really done it. I've really done it. And, and there's all these things that would remind them uh, that they're doing great. Uh, the warning for them is that different days will come. And so we look at a passage this morning, uh, uh, in, some, in some ways a very difficult passage to understand, even as I uh, read through different uh, commentaries on what men have said about this passage. They struggled to figure out exactly what this passage means. There's much uh, picture and it, it seems very unclear. But as we look at this passage, we're starting in verse 2 this morning. I want to share with you you some pictures uh, that uh, the preacher, the writer, 
uh, inspired by God has given us about the days to come. And, and I just want to remind you before we move any uh, farther that this is on the backdrop of verse 1. Remember your Creator. Remember your Creator. And when should you do that? Before. Before when? Before the evil days come. And I, I don't want to uh, dramatize this or discourage anybody, but some, it can be very easy to say of those latter years, these are the evil days. Um, in fact, a lot of times when uh, older people uh, talk about their youth, they talk about them as the good old days, right? And why? It was because they were, they were carefree. There were none of these aches and pains. And so uh, he, he puts this and he says, this is uh, the warning for those who are young to remember their creator now when? Before, before the evil days come. And, and I want to tell you, uh, as we look at this, um, most of the time, uh, those who are young look at the, the problems of aging and they laugh. They find it funny. Uh, right now, I struggled to see. I'm at that age. I've, I pushed it off for so long. I was going to bring out my Home Depot glasses uh, this morning when I read the scripture. They'll be coming in the weeks and months to come. It will get to the place where I can't read anymore as I preach. And I don't like that because I don't want to seem like a professor taking them on and off and bifocals. Where am I? And tripping and stuff. Like, uh, and, and so uh, I, I want to tell you when, when people are young, it's a big joke, right? Uh, my family right now, uh, like they sometimes uh, I want to read something and they say, Dad, you can't read that. You can't read that. And, yes, I can. Yeah. Make up words sometimes. But anyways, uh, it, it seems like when you don't have any of these problems that it's this big joke, right? But I want to tell you that the warning here is this, is these days are coming. They're coming. And, and it, it provides the reason, the reason to remember your creator today, today. Uh, because these days are coming. The first section um, it says in verse 2, it says, Before the sun and light and the moon and the stars are darkened and the clouds return after the rain. It describes the uh, really the those things that we're very familiar with, the sun and the light, the moon and the stars, that which God has created for light. And light uh, in the scriptures uh, is almost always, almost always the good part, right? It's the good stuff. It, it, it's, it, it's the thing that we're drawn to, and it's the thing that brings good things to life. The, the idea, and that really that's the reason why the light bulb was such a big deal, right? Uh, is that now we could put light places where it was dark. And, and we loved it. We loved it. Uh, Jeff Fenton's made a living on light, right? Uh, very good. So uh, light bulbs and such. Anyways, uh, you look at that and and he describes in verse two, and maybe this is even a, an umbrella verse uh, for the the verses to come. He says, before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened, are darkened. 
most likely the, the picture here is this, that as the youth leaves, as you cross over whatever age that is and it becomes, it, it seems that life is being darkened. The dimmer switch, if you will, is being turned on. And the picture, not just of uh, the dimmer switch, but also and the clouds return after the rain, that the storm is not over. It, it's like uh, impending doom almost. It's this idea that you know it's coming. Uh, you, you could say it this way. To, uh, you're supposed to remember your Creator when your joy, when the easy joy of life leaves you. And the easy joy of life leaves you. And if you if you can get this, it's this idea that says this to to remember your creator while life is good and easy. While life is good and easy. To look at our children and our grandchildren and those who are young around us, the, maybe even some co-workers, to pull them aside and say, Now is the time. Now is the time. I want to warn you who are uh, seniors here, uh, don't, uh, don't talk a short period of time about this. Uh, don't just say, hey, life is short and then walk away. Uh, point to it, right? Point to it. See, I remember when life was just like that. And I wish I would have prepared more. I wish I would have thought more about the Lord then. I wish, I, like, give that to them. The, Tell him this. Tell say, you know what? We've been studying the book of Ecclesiastes, and God said it before you and I were even thought of by our parents or any of our grandparents. He said it about life being short and that life changes and that we're going to need him. Tell it to him. Warn them. Warn them. Warn them to. Uh, Remember their Creator before their joy leaves them. The joy of youthfulness. To remember their Creator while life is good. He moves on in verse 3. It says, In the day when the keepers of the house tremble and the, the strong men are bent. Uh, most likely this passage is the arms and the legs of a man. and Even as I described earlier that that idea that you're looking at the strength of a man and you say, make a muscle. Kids love making muscles. Uh, you know, they look to me, feel my muscle. You know, you can help the kids around here, get them all pumped up. Here, show me, make a muscle. They love it. They love it. Oh, man. And they love it for a lot longer than they're willing to let on too. this idea. That, oh, still got it, you know, um, and, and this idea. Uh, but as life goes on. Many times you see, and I've seen this over and over again. I remember walking a hall of a rehab facility that one of Rebecca's family members, her grandfather was in. And I remember seeing a picture of a man who was a state trooper up there. And he was, he was just a huge man. And I looked inside the room and there was this frail man sitting, laying in a bed and uh, real small and shriveled up and kind of like this. And you picture, uh, you could see his shoulders and arms and they were huge in the picture. And now they were like this and they were even shaking, this picture. 
You, you look at the power of a man and their legs and uh, you, you even think of what, what you do in the weight room and what, what is that lift that uh, you could do the most weight. Most of the time it's, you know, it's the power of the legs, right? Uh, when you're lifting something, what does everyone say? Uh, use your legs. Don't bend over like this unless your legs aren't very good. And then you just do this. No. But uh, this idea that that's where your power comes from. And he pictures a day and a time when your strength turns to weakness. When your strength turns to weakness. Boy, that's a tough transition, isn't it? I used to be able to do this. I used to be able to do this. Uh, you talk to a young man who works out or uh, has body, they call it body mechanics in school. I don't know what that is. Uh, body mechanics and and you say, well, how much do you lift? How much do you lift? And, uh, and now when you ask other people, you say this, how much did you used to lift, right? How, how much did you used to be able to do? And, and that picture, it's, it's hard for the young to realize there's going to be a, a point in time where they're climbing the hill. Oh, now we're not climbing the hill anymore. Now it's kind of falling apart and I don't lift as much as I used to and I can't do as much. And, and this picture is now adding part of the warning is this. That we're to remember our Creator when our strength is turned to weakness. It's coming. It, it pictures maybe the, the shaking of the arms and the, the, the legs that no longer uh, can support the legs that can't stand up because of frail weakness. And for our young to be able to just remember this, you're to remember your Creator while you are strong. While you are strong. Because the days are coming when your strength will be turned to weakness. He goes on uh, to speak and he, he goes from talking about this idea of the strength of that which protects that which uh, holds up. And, and he says this, and, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those who look through windows are dimmed. Oh, man. The grinders cease because they are few. How are your teeth? Uh if your kid's wondering about a profession that will be able to make a living, how about dentistry, right? Uh, you know, if you're like uh, I am, you know, dentist, who wants to go to the dentist? You know, I have, you know, we have prayer sessions over uh, kids going to the dentist. Like, it's something we don't like to do. And, and, and this idea that says, well, you know, why do you go to the dentist? Because you want to keep those teeth around for as long as you possibly can, right? Uh, but tell me about your teeth. They don't last forever, right? There, there's, this, uh, there's this thing that we are constant repairs, right? And as he, he considers the teeth and the grinding, uh, it's a picture of a woman, uh, grinding the, the flour in their culture. They would have, it would have been something that is just like breathing for them, right? It was something that happened all the time. And you get this picture 
uh, of a woman grinding wheat is a part of life and it's a part of life that you don't think about unless the grinding stops. You can't do it anymore. And one of these uh, very common things of life, that grinding that is to be done, can't be done anymore because the teeth have fallen out. You used to crunch ice with those teeth. You used to love popcorn. So one of those teeth popped out while you were eating popcorn. You used to uh, love to eat candy and hard candy, but that's you know you see the benefits of that in your teeth now. It says the grinding has ceased and uh, ceased. And, and as we look at this, uh, it may sound funny, but it's important to remember. Remember your Creator while you still have all your teeth. R- remember your Creator. You, you think that uh, as someone who is young, they go, oh yeah, my teeth are there. It's not a big deal. They'll always be there. That's not true. That's not true. And, and this picture that says even as Hunter shared, and what a blessing to have a young man say that in front of the congregation. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Don't give God the leftovers of your life. The life that He gave you. The life that He sent His Son to die for you that you might truly live. And for us to say, our youthfulness, our days that are easy and good are meant to be wasted on ourselves. Rather, while we have our teeth, that we would remember our Creator. He goes on, and uh, some of these are difficult to sort out, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, There's men who struggle on both sides of what all this uh, means. There's a lot of picture allegory here. In verse 3 it says, And those who look through windows that are dimmed, Uh, Going along with the same theme of not seeing or falling apart, he goes from the teeth most likely to that those eyes. Uh, The dimmer switch comes on not just to life and joy, but to our eyes as well. This picture that says that uh, I I can't see what I used to see, and as I look out the window, it. It doesn't have the vivid picture that it used to have. I, I can't see uh, big things and, you know, the idea of even driving at night and the, the, the ability, it's just gone and lost. And the whole eyesight thing isn't a big deal until you lose it, right? Uh, and so as we look at this, it's the warning to those who are young. It's the warning for them to say, uh, your eyes won't last forever. Your teeth won't last forever. Your strength won't last forever. Nothing will last forever. And so today, remember your Creator. It goes on in verse 4 and says, And the doors on the street are shut, and when the sound of grinding is low. It's this picture and where your hearing isn't as good as it used to be and it begins to, to, to shut down the, and you can't hear as well. And so it's not just an issue of not hearing. So, by the way, uh, some of you are thinking right now, 
Some of the things I do here, I'd not like to not hear, right? You know, you're pers- purposely tuning out. You know who you are, husbands. Uh, you, you know, this idea that says, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just checking out and I'm just sitting over here. But the isolation of that, it happens. It's fascinating to me, uh, when I used to be a youth pastor and we'd meet in the fellowship hall and, uh, the kids would flock in and it would be so much fun and it'd be loud. The music would be playing. The kids would be screaming. And, and, and I was in the middle of it and I go, man, this is great. This is great. This is where life is happening. And, and I, I do this thing now where I go and check up on what's going on in the youth ministry and I go hang out there and I'm like, yeah, I can only handle this for about three, four minutes. <laughs> Turn the music down. We're in a church. Uh, 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 you know, uh, and, and what that is, what that is, it, it, it's this idea that I can't handle it anymore. I pull away. And, and this picture, uh, when, when life is getting small again, before you can't hear anymore, and to be shut out from the outside world and to be set aside and that those common sounds of life that uh, can't be heard anymore and you're not part of the action. He says, remember your Creator before you can't hear that anymore. Remember your Creator now in the midst of that, in the midst of having fun, in the midst of that, remember your Creator. Uh, just a couple more for this morning and then we'll pick up the list next week. Uh, he goes on to say, and this may, you know, this is so interesting to me, this next one. Uh, he says that in verse 4, um, in the middle it says, and, and one rises up at the sound of a bird and all the daughters of song are brought low. Rises up at the sound of a bird. Uh, I won't look for a show of hands, but uh, how many of you think in your mind, don't raise your hands, don't even amen or nod or anything like that. How many of you wake up earlier than you want to and then you can't go back to sleep? If we had a show of hands, it wouldn't be the young. They could sleep till noon every day. And I could have too. I could have too. It's this interesting thing. I want to put some things together for you. Uh, it says at the sound of a bird, sound of a bird. Uh, this morning, uh, one of our neighbors uh, has a donkey. I woke up to the sound of a donkey this morning. I would have preferred a bird. But, uh, but uh, the picture here is just a little squeak, little squeak. That little squeak of a bird. And, and you're up. Uh, it's interesting, uh, if you, you've had young people in your house, they have to have sirens, <laughs> sirens in the other room, in the other room piped in that they have to, like, it, it's this, uh, enjoyment of youth that they enjoy growing and living and all this stuff and they go to bed and then they're like, Hey, I'm fine. Nothing's bothering me. Nothing in my body is hurting. I don't have to go use the restroom. All these things. I'm fine. I am fine. 
Uh, I, I want to tell you that allows them to sleep forever. Ah. Uh, not so those who are old. And there's a sense of frustration to that. I've heard it in, in voices where you say, ah, work, wake up at 4.30 every morning and I can't. And then I'm tired all day. And, well, what, and you're thinking, why don't you go back to bed? I can't like it. There's this back and forth. I remember uh, talking to one of our young people. I believe he was in his first or second year of college. He was home. I uh, was one of the holidays, and he had come home, and we were over in the fellowship hall during our time. And uh, or no, actually, it wasn't uh, our fellowship time. It was on a men's breakfast, and our men had had at that time uh, made coffee. And uh, he was looking around, and they had only made decaf. They had only made decaf, and he thought that was the funniest thing in the world. He goes, nine o'clock in the morning, and we're drinking decaf," you know. And he thought that was so funny. I want to I want to tell that guy, you know, days are coming. Days are coming. Right? And you say that, that that idea it's it would seem like oh my goodness, it would seem like uh such a simple thing, a good night's sleep. And and even in in those last days it's hard to find and to get a good night's sleep. Should be simple, right? We we think of it as simple, and if you explain that to young people, maybe they won't get it. But just say you you don't have to get it today. I just warn you that it's coming, it's coming. And then lastly, for us this morning, uh, and th- this is a struggle for me because uh, as we think about this, I think about uh, how how much I enjoy listening to music. And uh, he says, and all the daughters of song are brought low. And as we look at this, um, I think it's a combination of all these things. That uh, these health issues, the, the sound, the eyes, the, it's this idea to even make and enjoy music, the struggle for that. And you think about our young people right now, how, how they love music. And we had our choir last week. What a beautiful thing that is and how enjoyable that is. You look at that, that, that even in those last days, I've been around people as they, they struggled in those last days. that They couldn't even enjoy music. They couldn't sing. They couldn't participate. And you get this picture uh, for us this morning, this warning that these are the days that are coming and can be even described as those evil days, the ones that you find no pleasure in. This morning, I, I want to give us three things as we, uh, three things for us to remember as we uh, conclude our time together. First thing is this, work hard to enjoy life. I say work hard because it's not going to come easy, that you're going to have to look for it. It's not that it can't be found, it can be found, but if you're waiting for it to hit you in the face, you'll probably miss it. You have to walk with the Lord. You have to find what He's doing. You have to jump into His plan and not your own. Work hard to enjoy life. Secondly, prepare for your future by remembering your Creator. Wherever you are right now, wherever you are right now, whatever age you are, whatever you're struggling with, Today is a day for you to remember your Creator. And, and that, that particular 
action item or thought process or priority of your soul, that will prepare you for whatever is coming next. Sometimes it's kind of scary to think about what's happening tomorrow, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. You say, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it either. But the only way, reason we should think about these days coming is to say, I need to remember my Creator today. He can, he can take care of those days that are to come. So prepare for your future by remembering your Creator. And then to remember this, that your life down here and your body that you have are temporary. They're temporary. I want to encourage you, uh, as you face health issues, um, put a Band-Aid on it. Put a Band-Aid on it. Uh, do the give and take of like, how long am I going to need this? How long am I going to need this? Should I step forward? Everything's temporary. Our body is temporary. And, and that should come into our minds as we make decisions about our life, our family, our, you know, everything that's going on. We should remember, uh, we're just passing through. We're just passing through. And so I need to do, take some steps today to take care of my body and to do things and to make it so I can make it through. But uh, the Scripture tells us for certain that our body and the time down here in this life is temporary. It's temporary. Uh, when I say the word temporary, uh, you know what that means, right? It's not something permanent, right? It's not something... Uh, it's not foundational, right? I can make do. Uh, it's the, the Scripture tells us in the New Testament, uh, Paul writes to the church at Corinth, he, he says that our bodies are tents. They're tents. It's a temporary deal, right? If it's a temporary deal, uh, you, don't, you don't have to have uh, direct TV into your tent, right? Uh, you don't need to bring uh, the the super nice bed into your tent. You don't need to like th- there's things that you can do without. And you tell yourself this. This is real simple. Oh, I can do with this. This won't last forever. I want to encourage you to place that thinking in your mind. Uh, be careful. You don't want to get crazy and say, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to do away. You can excess on either side of that. You you can say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live till I'm 150. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, others of you will say, well, you know, I shouldn't even have this next meal because it's all temporary, right? You know, uh, ask the Lord what He wants you to do. Walk with Him. And remember that this life and your body are temporary. Uh, they're not going to last forever. They're not going to last forever. We're preparing for a better place.